This episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast is brought to you by the Money Mindset Mastery Checklist. Do you struggle with feeling like you're doing all the things and it's just not working? Or do you feel like there's this invisible force that is holding you back from achieving your financial goals? You're not alone. This is actually super common. Often what we find is this invisible force or the missing piece of the puzzle is a mindset obstacle. Eliminate that and you're back on the path to your financial goals. Inside the Money Mindset Mastery Checklist, you'll find 10 simple steps to create an unshakable money mindset. These 10 steps are the most common things that I see trip up motivated women who are putting in the work just like you are. So ditch the struggle and the frustration. Go grab the Money Mindset Mastery Checklist right now. Visit amycircuit.com forward slash mindset or text mindset to 817-969-4653. And the best part is it's absolutely free for you. So go grab it now. If you need that link again, it's going to be hanging out in the show notes for you. It's tax season. You know what that means? The question I hear all the time, what's the smart decision with my tax refund? And like most things, when you ask, the answer is it depends. However, there are formulas that I use. And today we're going to get into what this looks like. So let's do this. Welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sorka. After my husband and I faced three major financial roadblocks in the last six years, I felt like I wasn't doing all that I could and I had let my family down. It always felt like life was a struggle, like I had to work harder than everyone else. It just came easy to them and I didn't feel worthy of success. Until a coach helped me see the successes in our experiences instead of our failures. This allowed me to create and implement systems to grow our net worth by 200,000 plus while spending time with my loved ones and on my priorities. Now I help motivated women create the happiness, family life, financial security, and long-term wealth they deserve. If you're ready to eliminate stress, struggle, frustration, and guilt within your finances, you're in the right place. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Serka. We're talking about tax refunds and smart money moves to make with your tax refund today, okay? So before, um, you know what, let's just get into this, okay? So um, there are different formulas that I've used in the past when it comes to receiving a chunk of money. So we're using the tax refund here as an example, but this really can apply. Um, we've done this when we've gotten stimulus checks. We've done this um, when we receive you know, unexpected refunds in the mail or some sort of larger disbursement of money, maybe an inheritance or something, all of those things. Now, of course, some of those situations, there might be tax obligations involved and always check with your CPA if you have any sort of concerns when it comes to that. But let's talk about tax refund. Okay. So for myself, it is always a priority for me to give 10% of all income that comes into the household. Now, you know, that 10 cents on every dollar that comes into my company here is given to operation underground railroad to help fight, um, against child sex trafficking. And that is 
like gross revenue. That's not profits. We do that off of our gross revenue, but we also have, my husband has a job as well. So we have the income there with his income because he is currently a W2 employee. We do give off of a gross amount. So if you give off of your net currently that this, this is the distinction we need to make first. Okay. So if you give off of your gross amount, when you get your tax refund, you technically have already given on that money because your tax refund is basically just a loan that you've given to the government for that time. Now, there are some situations with, you know, your credits and everything that you get, you can have more money coming to you in a tax refund than you paid in taxes throughout the year because of credits that you can be eligible for and things. So that's something else to consider too. But if you've given off of a gross amount throughout the year, you technically already gave 10%. Um, now for me, it is something that I still do. I still give 10% on my tax refund and those chunks of money, those, those things that come to us. There is a reason for that. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the mindset behind it. And in a couple episodes, we're going to get into the unstoppable force behind giving money. Um, or unstoppable momentum that you create when you are giving money. So we're just going to kind of tailor table that there for a second. Okay. So for myself, I always do 10% to giving. Now, of course, this is going to be up to you and you notice it's percentages. So it works no matter what the income is, right? 10% to giving. Now the other 90% is kind of where it depends. So I'm going to share with you some categories, some smart things that you could do with this money, and then you're going to have to make the decision on what's best for you. Now, of course, if you are a platinum member inside Money Masters Inner Circle, and you want to chat through this and work through this on your specific, your specific situation on our one-on-one -on -one call, we can absolutely do that. And if you're not a platinum member, you can use, jump on one of the group coaching calls and ask a question there. If you're not part of Inner Circle, it is currently closed for enrollment, but I will put a link in the show notes so you can check it out because that is the place to be, especially right now, because I'm getting ready to revamp it. And while it's under construction, you get like the best deal possible. And if you join us now, after it's done going through construction and you stay a member, you still get to be honored into the under construction pricing. So just something I would check out if I were you. But okay, let's do this. So the first thing that I would consider if when you get your tax refund is paying for past due bills. So if you have bills that are past due, that maybe we had something come up. I know if you've been sick or you got behind on bills and you're in a spot where you're not where you're like right now with your finances and your monthly bills, this is a very smart move. Just get caught up late fees, all of that. We don't want there to be any problems. Um, if you are past due and in a space where things are tight, I definitely would be reevaluating my monthly expenses, but past due bills, great use of your tax return. The second would be funding your contingency fund. Now, like we've talked about, a lot of people call this, um, an emergency fund. I don't like to plan for an emergency. We plan a contingency. So, um, with your contingency fund at a minimum, you need to have one month of emergency expenses, like emergency, what you need for your emergency expenses available in cash. We got into this completely inside budgeting simplified. There's a calculator there that you have um, to help you figure out exactly what that number is. 
it's not just your monthly bill number and it's not your everything that you're spending on a normal basis number, but at a minimum one month. Okay. Um, we talk in there. I do not find it's practical anymore to have three to six months worth of those funds sitting in an emergency fund, a contingency fund somewhere with the rate of inflation. It's just not smart. You're losing too much money, but I would have at least one month. And then we talk about having those other months available, but in different levels of assets. And again, we get into all that inside the financial security calculator, inside budgeting simplified. So if you're like, wait a second, I got questions. I'll include resources for you on that one as well. Funding your contingency fund at least one month. That's another smart move to make with your tax refund. Third thing that you could do is saving for annual expenses. Now, annual expenses, um, pretty sure we've talked about this too. If not, we need to dive into this. But annual expenses are the things that come up on a regular basis, just not monthly. So, you know, um, back to school stuff, holidays, car repairs, regular car maintenance, um, car registration, homeowners association dues, homeowners repairs, um, maybe you have a pest control, um, chimney cleaning. We had them come out not that long ago, new clothes for the kids. If you're like mine, they are growing like weeds and we have to constantly, feels like buying new clothes, extracurricular activities, all the things that we have to take care of. And honestly, these are the things that break budgets because we do not have a separate designated fund for them. So you need to have a savings fund for your annual expenses. And quick side pro tip, it needs to be separate than your contingency fund, okay? So saving for annual expenses is smart. Getting ahead, getting to the point where you can pay cash for Christmas or whatever other holidays it might be, putting that money in savings is great use of your tax return money. Something else you can do, so we got what? Fourth idea here would be paying off debt. This is typically the time that I reevaluate, look what I've got. Is there something that I can put a chunk of money towards and pay it off? Can I settle if you've got medical bills? You probably know by now that I'll tell you, like, call and offer to settle with them. When you're calling and offering to settle with them, always offer 70%. They don't always take 70%, but if they would take it and you offer 80, they're not going to tell you no. So always offer 70%. They will come back and tell you what they can take. It is still a good deal for them. Do not feel like you are ripping them off because typically they only make pennies back on the dollar anyways. So paying off debt in a chunk. It doesn't have to be a medical debt, but if you can knock out that chunk of debt, if it's a credit card and you've got um, more monthly, your monthly expenses are going to be able to go down. You're going to be able to use that for your debt roll down. It's that much more powerful, but that's another good use of your tax return money. And we're going to talk about like how I break this up and how I decide how much goes to which category here in just a minute when we get through my list here. Okay. Next thing you can do, be investing in your business. And we're going to talk again in a couple of weeks. We've got it on the schedule here about having a business, having a side hustle and the benefits and um, cons that are both sides of the picture. But if you have a business and you need to invest some money into it, using your tax refund can be a great chunk to do that as well. Great use of it because it's a smart investment. We're not just throwing it away on a brand new TV, but... The last thing here that I've got on my list that you can use for your tax refund that's smart is something fun for you and your family. Now, I'm not 
we're going to get into the percentages here in a minute and that's going to play key. I'm not telling you just like to go blow it all on a new TV or a new bag or any of those things. Okay. But especially if you've been in a really tight, tough time, we've talked about the importance before about having a positive money association and feeling good about money. There is a validity in doing something for you especially if you've been in that situation. So if we're talking percentages, like I said, I normally do 10% towards giving. So we've got 90% left. Oftentimes what I'll do is I'll break it up between, I don't know, maybe two or three of these different categories. So let's say we're going to put 30% towards funding contingency fund or funding and annual expenses, funding some sort of savings account. It's typically a chunk that I use because I like to use those to get ahead. And then the monthly that I'm adding to it isn't like, yes, it's still necessary, but we've added that chunk in there. Okay. So let's say 30% adding towards either an annual expenses or your contingency fund or a vacation fund or something like that. 30% towards paying off debt or then 30% towards, or here, let's do 25%. For investing in your business. And then you have 5% to go do something for you. Again, it doesn't have to be this big elaborate thing. It can be something small, but it needs to be something fun, something that you don't normally do. Maybe you just go out to a nice dinner restaurant that you don't normally do. Maybe you get a sitter, maybe you go get a massage, whatever it is, something that you feel good about, something that you want, not something that you need. I know I've got you out there you're really like me, like, or like I used to be, I've gotten better at this, that we really don't get our stuff, stuff. And like, people ask what we need for what we want for Christmas. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of like, I mean, I got what I need. I don't really like need anything. Now, of course, everybody always comes up with like these great things to give us, but we don't necessarily have like that massive wish list of all these things that we want to do. We got to come up with something. So is it a massage? Is it just a nice dinner? Is it a movie out? Whatever it might be, whatever's going to fill your bucket, whatever's going to make you feel good, that's something that you do. So I think that about covers it. We got smart money moves for your tax refund. I'll quickly recap the categories for you. And then we talked about within the categories, you're going to use multiple of these, create the percentages, If you're struggling with what would be a smart decision for yourself, um, Money Masters Inner Circle, it's the best place to be. Um, We'll get to that in a second. Let me recap, okay? So paying for past due bills was number one. Number two, funding your contingency fund. Number three was saving for annual expenses. Number four was paying off debt. Number five, invest in your business. And then finally, number six was doing something for you. And you're going to come up with a combination of these, whatever the percentages is, is, are, whatever the percentages are for you. I'll remember how to talk. There we go. But your challenge today is I want to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram and let me know, was this helpful? Do you feel better? Do you have a clear strategy on what to do with your tax refund now that we've talked about this? And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. Bye for now.
Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. My favorite place to hang out is on Instagram. You can find me at Amy Circa. Send me a message or post a screenshot and tag me. I love hearing from podcast listeners. When you're ready to master your money, go to workwithamy.com. You and I will work together to ditch financial stress and struggle for good with a customized plan that works for you, your goals, your priorities, your life. I'll see you next time on the Your Money, Your Life podcast. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. That way you'll receive new episodes right when they are released. Then leave a rating and review. It helps amazing people just like you find the show faster. We'll see you next week. Thank you.